So guys, this is Jobert from AGM. I had the opportunity to sit down with this guy. I think him and his partner are brilliant, uh, David Waring. And he shared exactly how they were able to grow their business to eight figure. And you'll be shocked. So check out this episode and let me know what you think. Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections with your host, Jules Abraham, Abraham, where he invites successful six-figure or seven-figure entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey, their failure, their lessons, and tips that can help and inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Hello, everyone. This is Jules Abraham from Small Biz Tips. I am super excited today. I am here with my good friend, David. How are you, sir? Doing good today. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I really appreciate you coming in. So I'm excited because I love your website and what you guys do. And I, I want my community of entrepreneurs and business owners to know more about it. So to kind of track back, tell us more about you and what you do. And then how'd you guys get started with this? Yeah, so we started fitsmallbusiness.com in 2013. And basically, um, like many entrepreneurs, we recognized a problem because we had it ourselves, <laughs> uh, which is that when we were looking around for information online about how to start and run a business, yeah. um, we found some good information that was about starting an internet business, mm -hmm. some good information that was if you're trying to be the next Mark Zuckerberg and some venture <laughs> capitalist-backed uh, company. But for the average uh, small business owner who is looking to, uh, you know, start a restaurant or was already running a restaurant yeah. or was one of the 95% plus businesses that are not internet businesses or venture capital backed businesses, there just wasn't a lot of good information. And so we mm. felt like we could solve that problem and we launched fitsmallbusiness.com to do that. Uh, when we started, uh, it was just my business partner and myself uh, yeah. writing all the content and everything. And now we've uh, got a lot of experts across all the industries that we've covered. Uh, and we kind of differentiate ourselves by hiring uh, industry experts first. Mm -hmm. If they know how to write as well, that's awesome. But you have to be an industry expert to write for us. Uh, and if you're not a writer, uh, we'll teach you how to write, but we can't teach you how to be an expert. In <laughs> I love it. I love it. So that means you guys are, have thousands of articles that are coming out every week, right? Not every week, but we do. We have thousands of articles on the website, but we, we also really differentiate ourselves by um, writing really in-depth content mm -hmm. around uh, a few topics that are the most important rather than trying to pump out a lot of uh, yeah. answers to different. So marketing, finance, yeah, retail, e-commerce, HR, basically the, the, the things we, we really started with all of the things that regardless of the type of business that yeah. you are, that you need to know. So if you yeah. need to form an LLC, right, you need to hire employees, you need to do your taxes. These are the things that, that we, that's our bread and butter content. That's fantastic. Now, a lot of people are going to, it probably will ask when they listen to this is, okay, these guys put a lot of content. How do you guys make money? What's your business model? <laughs> yep. Um, so, you know, the first thing that we realized as well, because we hate banner ads too, is that, you know, no one likes banner ads. The yeah. readers don't like them. They don't add anything to the article. Uh, the businesses that are running banner ads, like a good click-through rate on a banner ad is like less than 1%. Yeah. Um, and so we really decided to monetize our website through performance marketing or affiliate marketing. Mm -hmm. 
um, but we really try to differentiate ourselves there as well. And we only work with uh, product and service providers that we really feel like are the best solution yeah. uh, for our readers. And so we sort of have two ways that we go about that. If it's an article that's a recommendation, like this is the best accounting software, yeah. can't buy your way into that. If we have a relationship, great. If we don't, doesn't matter. You, whoever the uh, editorial person recommends is, yeah. is who the recommendation. Uh, then we have our how-to content. So not what's the best accounting software, but like how do I run a P&L statement, mm. right? And so we'll never put a bad a, a product in that, but like there's a, at least a few good accounting softwares, not yeah. just books, right? Um, and so any of the good accounting softwares that our, our writers believe in, like we'll put into that article. So that's how we kind of differentiate those. That's types genius. Of yeah. Wow. So you have, you, so you have all, so you're, you're like the, the king of affiliate marketing because you're bringing all the right content and, and have partnership with the right vendors and you're able to get a small percentage by providing value. Yeah, and I think that that's the future of marketing. And, you know, you're starting to hear more and more about performance marketing and affiliate marketing because, you know, at the end of the day, if um, the offer that's in the article doesn't match the reader's intent and what the reader's looking for, that doesn't work for the reader and it doesn't work for the business either. Absolutely. Now, you guys were able to scale this to what, an eight figure business? That's correct. Yep. Congratulations. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so so now, now I got more questions, right? When you were doing that from, from you and just your partner to now having a, a group of people that consistently write content for you, what has been your biggest challenge? Because some of these people, they're not employees. I'm assuming they're 1099 contractors. Or... No, um, we, we actually employ all of the writers that wow. write for us uh, in the United States with uh, as W-2 employees. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. So talk about let's talk about that what, what's what is there's some challenges here <laughs> that, that's been the biggest challenge right um mm -hmm. so it's the um it's the expertise side um, yeah. finding the experts uh and and uh putting them into a, a system that allows them to deliver that expertise mm -hmm. uh, in a scalable way when it was just my business partner and i writing like that's not that difficult but when yeah. you have a team of 20 plus uh experts um that becomes much and much, much more challenging. The way that I like to talk about it is, um, we're trying to scale a five-star experience. And mm. while there's, you know, make, there's a lot of McDonald's restaurants, you know, there's not that many five-star restaurants that have a lot yeah. of locations. Um, and so that's the biggest challenge for our business is how do we keep the quality as we increase the quantity of what we're doing. So that's a, that, that's a good lead in because, you know, you want to keep that great quality of content but if you have all these people and you're doing so much, do you have one or two people that their sole job is to vet everything? Or is that, you know, how does that work? Like what's your organization and structure look like? Yeah, so we have, um, we have our teams divided up into divisions uh, okay. that are around topic areas. Um, and so we'll have, you know, around eight writers in a division with a mm -hmm. divisional managing editor. And then we have a, um, a VP of content yeah. uh, with two editors there. So there's, there's a lot of edit editing that goes into this process. Mm -hmm. And we also have copywriters. Uh, and then we have our general managers that run those divisions that also have a lot of the topic and industry uh, knowledge, either from working in those industries themselves or working yeah. with those industry experts uh, for a period of time before they come become general managers for us. So there's, 
there's sort of the normal editorial uh, yeah. checkpoints that would happen at any sort of publishing organization, but we also have that extra layer of like, is this actually the best answer for this specific industry? Wow. So throughout this process, um, six years, seven years now running this, what has been like, you know, the biggest lesson you've learned through this process? Uh, focus. <laughs> um, you have to focus. Um, I think that on the internet, especially the biggest mistake that I see people making uh, is following the advice, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. uh, if you only have one egg, you have, <laughs> you have to choose a basket. <laughs> and, uh, and you really have to focus. Um, and what I see, the mistake that I see people making over and over again is in an effort to diversify. Yeah they end up being mediocre at a mm. bunch of different things rather than being great at anything. At one thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, hyper competitive online. So if you want to succeed, you really have to be great. And that takes a tremendous amount of focus. The shiny objects, Andrew. <laughs> I think um, Richard Branson said uh, opportunities are like buses. There's always mm -hmm. another one coming. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You just, yeah. You just got to jump on one and stick with the ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, the net, you, you made the Inc. 5000 list, right? What would you say was the biggest contributor? Because I'm thinking you had to partner up with these vendors. You had to vet the right vendors. You had to negotiate some of the great rate, right? Because you have, and how big is your readership for? Um, we do about a million and a half visitors a month. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. That's a lot of people. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. So t tell me more about you know like you guys got to the Ang five thousand, right? So what yeah. was the biggest factor that helped you get there? Yeah. So um, I, I would also I would just go back to that focus again. You know, like we found something that worked, and instead of uh, trying to diversify, mm -hmm. you know, and spread our uh, resources across a bunch of different traffic channels, like everybody loves to talk about social media, right? Yeah. Like, social media and SEO's dead, you know, and like, I mean, there's 5 billion people a day that search Google, you know, SEO is not dead. <laughs> it never be. Um, yeah, right. So, um, so, you know, we're, we're um, a search driven um, publication. Um, yeah. We've been search driven from the very beginning and we've stayed search driven. Um, so, you know, once we found a traffic channel that worked for us, um, we stuck with that. Um, the monetization uh, model that we use, um, we've stuck with, um, you know, the editorial independence, even though it's meant missing out on a lot of opportunity where we're sending traffic to people that don't want to do a partnership with us. Mm. Uh, we need to make that we've, we've stayed true to that editorial independence and, and made those trade-offs. Uh, and we've also um, worked really hard to keep the quality of what we're doing mm -hmm. um, at not only the same level, but actually increase the quality of what we're doing as we've scaled. Um, and that, that's a very difficult thing to do. It's, 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 um, quality, a five-star experience is really hard at any level, but yeah. as business gets bigger, um, making sure that you're putting the, um, enough process in place that you don't lose the quality, but without, um, stymieing, um, yeah. innovation and empowering your people to do that versus, um, putting in um, hierarchies and infrastructures that really um, suppress uh, instead of empower people, your, your people. So, so a couple of things here, right? On, on finding the right partner side, do you have like a sales team that's going out there and find the right products? 
Um, or is it more the experts is doing their own research and finding the right partners that you guys should be reaching out to? Yeah, our, our business development team does a great job, but it's prime. It's not, um, hey, I found this partner, let's go write some content. It's mm -hmm. almost always our subject matter experts have recommended someone and now we're sending that company traffic. And so the sales process isn't easy. Um, yeah. No banner ads suck. That's how most people are willing to, you know, to deal. And there's not a lot of companies outside of the finance space that really are even experienced working with affiliate marketers at a big level. And mm -hmm. it's sort of a shady business, right? <laughs> um, so they have to, they have to get their foot in the door, but it's a lot easier to call and say, Hey, we're already sending you a lot of traffic. Yeah. Take a look and see how that traffic is converting. Once they look at the traffic, they see how well it converts, you know, because there's always that natural content uh, mm -hmm. offer fit with our stuff. Uh, and then they form that relationship and we just build, we, we try to really partner with the people that we're recommending and putting into our articles because if the traffic that we're sending them is not converting to them, that means we're not delivering the best answer for our reader. And yeah work for anyone yeah um, we really try and customize the relationship so it works out really well for the partner because that means it works out really well for our reader too they're finding products and services that they're actually looking for they're signing up for those products and services where if they didn't like those products and services that's not good for anybody they just cancel anyway yeah now question what, what would you say is kind of like the ideal potential partner is it more like a software company is it an actual consulting firm is it I'm trying to have a better understanding. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost always a SaaS company um, mm. because uh, we do write for that really broad small business audience. And yeah. so generally um, the people that the content that we write about hiring would work for any business. So for example, indeed.com, you know, yeah. like a great partner for us. Right. Um, uh, not a software, but, um, you know, an online and the problem with consultants and things like this is it's usually local and not very scalable. Gotcha. Uh, so, you know, it's hard, uh, you know, our audience, we focus on the U S um, yeah. but our audience is very, uh, it's a national audience. And so, uh, and also the tracking and the scale that we operate at, it would be difficult to do non software or non SaaS products. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now what is, you know, one tip you would like to share with uh, any entrepreneurs or small business owners to help them grow to that eight figure mark, you know, bypass seven figure. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I would say um, to beat a dead horse a little bit. <laughs> um, Focus. <laughs> uh, it really is. I, I mean, I'm telling you, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, you'll see mm. businesses start to succeed at something and then uh, just the opportunities really do start and it's tough as a business owner because when you're starting out, man, you're scrapping, you know, yeah. like struggling for any opportunity. I know. <laughs> and it's hard in the beginning to focus because you're so starved, but if you don't focus, you never actually get any traction because yeah. you're just chasing after different, you have to really choose something. Right. So in the yeah. beginning, that means really knowing your market, knowing what problem they have, knowing how you can uniquely solve that problem mm -hmm. and then focusing on that, right? It takes about a year usually to get any sort of product market fit. Mm -hmm. Then your second year, you're figuring out how to deal with that and make money. And then you really start to crank your third year. And what happens is either people don't focus enough in the beginning, so yeah. they never get that traction or the even worse, they, uh, someone else told me this, I forget where this quote is from, but it's, uh, 
even worse, they snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, right? Wow. Um, what that means is once they actually start to get some traction, opportunities start to come and they spread themselves too thin. So thin. And they're not, and, and they really end up not uh, performing well because of that. And if they would have just stayed true to what made them successful from the beginning, um, uh, you know, they would, they would have a very uh, strong and, and, and. That's awesome. Successful business. Wow. David, thank you. This was amazing. How do people get in touch with you? Like, you know, drop the website because I want more people to go to your site. I think you got some incredible content there. Yeah, fitsmallbusiness.com, F-I-T, smallbusiness.com. And my email is just my first initial last name, dwaring, D-W-A-R-I-N-G, at fitsmallbusiness.com. Everyone, please check out David. They got some amazing content. He's an awesome guy. How to focus your way to an eight-figure business. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Thank you again for your time, sir. Have an amazing day. Thanks a lot for having me. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Tips. For more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn and Instagram at Jeff Abe Online. And check out our website at www.abrahamglobal.com.